The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Tough new laws are to see the public entitled to be told about the whereabouts of sex offenders in the community. Also, electronic tagging is to be introduced for sex offenders and they will be banned from working with children and vulnerable people. In the past, the courts have banned sex offenders from working with children, but the new legislation will give a judge a specific legal power to issue such a ban. It's toughening up of the law by Justice Minister uh, Helen McEntee. Debbie Cole has been campaigning for some time for tougher sex crime law, and she joins me. Debbie, uh, progress, I would say. Good morning. Morning, PJ. Yes, absolutely progress. It's a step in the, a huge step in the right direction. What are the most important things that she wants to introduce in your mind anyway? Uh, the electronic tagging. I've been asking for this since my own bill was passed in 2019 because it's so important when a convicted sex offender is released into the the population and 99% of them are under some kind of a post-release supervision order. That involves multi-agency teams and that is not always managed. And up until this law, this new bill that Minister McEntee gets passed is enacted, they have seven days by a station of where they're going to live. And if they decide, well, I don't like living here, I'm going to move somewhere else, they have another seven days to notify the Gardaí. Now, the Gardaí manpower to be ticking off boxes and checking in well Joe Smith didn't check in today so let's go and see where he is it will it could possibly take months before one of the team in the post supervision team will know this person is not where they're supposed to be and I mean we know with the way the world is now you can be anywhere in seven days so at least with the GPS ankle monitors it's a deterrent for the the offender that they know that they're being monitored, so they're highly unlikely to reoffend while wearing that monitor. And it's also added security for mm. survivors like myself and the general public to know that these offenders are being monitored in the communities. And Debbie, how long would you like to see somebody wearing that monitor? Uh, for the full length of their post-supervision order, like we say, in most cases when a judge is given sentencing, he will take a certain amount of it and say that he's, we say, just say, 18 months suspended of five-year sentence. So in my view, for those 18 months at least, and then the team and the guardie can reassess it depending on the, the offender's behaviour during those 18 months whether they go to court and ask for an extension on that. I don't know what way it could work, but it needs to be for the full length of the the term of the suspended yeah. sentence that the judge gives. Something that many uh, abuse victims uh, have said to me over the years bothers them the most is that their abuser gets released. They know nothing about it and that they actually are not entitled to know anything about it. Will this bill change that? No. No, it can be a case where you can apply to the prison liaison office and ask for 
to be notified on the person's release. And the the prison liaison service are absolutely fantastic and they will notify you. But they will also tell you, we say, we just say the person is due to go to, for a hospital visit, we just say the Midlands Hospital here in Mullingar, that the, the, and the victim lives in around that area, that the prison liaison can notify them that that person is going to be at the hospital at that day. But they also tell them in the email that that information is for them only, not for to go and seek retribution or have vigilantes at the hospital. It's just so that they feel safer. Do do you think, because in certain parts of America, we are all entitled to know if there's a convicted sex offender in our neighbourhood. Do do you think we should be? Um, You see, this is where you get into dangerous territory. Yes, we should know. But while we have, uh, it, it can lead to major vigilantism and people being wrongly identified. Yes. And innocent people being seriously injured or killed. And until we can come up with a way that that doesn't happen, well then, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's lacking here? And uh, I think sentencing has always been a big problem for you and for many others. Absolutely. Like, it's just ridiculous. If, you, if you're if you a sex offender and you're going up on trial, it's the look of the draw, what judge you're going to get. And there's a couple of judges that give extremely lenient sentences. I'll give you an example. Let's not name any judges now, probably. No, oh, God, no, 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 I won't, me- I won't mention the name. But a Dublin judge had been passing down sentence there on Tuesday and this person had pled guilty to their crimes and the judge said it was reprehensible what you did you engaged in a full sexual relationship with this underage girl for almost a year and when I read that I was just my my brain nearly exploded I was like what he did for almost a year, was repeatedly raped that child. It was not a sexual relationship. Yes. <clears throat> and until we have judges that are reined in and not allowed to make these kind of comments and that there is some kind of consistency when it comes to sentencing, that it's not just a look of the draw. And a big problem also that I have is that I understand that every person has the right to defend themselves and that's perfect. But once the offender is proven guilty or pleads guilty, whichever is the situation, and the judge is, you know, taking some time to decide what kind of a sentence he feels is appropriate. And then the defendant's legal team can bring forth what they call so-called mitigating circumstances. Now, in my view, there's no excuse on this planet that excuses somebody from committing these horrific crimes but it's part of the legal system they're Mm. allowed to do it constitutionally it's a person's entitlement you see that's the thing yeah and the the judge must take that into consideration when he's making his decision but what the judges are not taking into consideration is the lifelong effect that that horrific crime has on Mm. the victim it's a time for mandatory, absolute mandatories, sentencing-wise. I think it should be. 
I really do think it should be, or that there should be, you know, we say in in the medical board, if there's certain cases where they have a, a committee review on, with a doctor on a treatment and, the, you know, possibly a fatal outcome and make yeah. sure that the doctor was not error. Mr. Practice and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, we should have something like that where there's an, a committee that the judges have to answer to that they have to say, well, these are the reasons why I felt this yeah. um, this very lenient yeah. sentence okay. was okay. Yeah, the only place that can happen is at, at the appeal court, and even then the judge doesn't have to under, uh, explain his or her deci- decisions. One last thing, um, Debbie, and I think a lot of people would agree with you 100% here, but people who won't will be, if you like, the civil libertarians who who, who hate this kind of stuff. What would you say to them? Where were they when I was being raped? Where were they defending me when I was 19 and being raped by a serial rapist monster? Where were they defending my civil civil liberties not to have that happen to me? I think that answers my question. Debbie, thank you very much. Wish you well. Thank you for being with us on the Opinion Line. That is Debbie Cole. Do you know how many people are presently on, well, we, we call it a sex offenders register. In this country, we don't actually have, it's not as such an, an offenders register, but we have 1,700 people currently subject to um, part two of the Sex Offenders Act reporting requirements. There's 319 offenders being supervised by the probation centre, or probation service, 192 on post-release supervision, others notifying at Garda Station, Garda Stations. There's currently over 400 people in custody convicted of a sex offence, and they'll be subject to reporting restrictions on their release. So, as Debbie said, look, change, but not everything. Courts 96 FM.